record here. Okay, here we go. Welcome to Demystifying Gay Porn. My name is Ike Grande, and if you watch gay porn, I've definitely helped you get off. It is another episode of Open Lines. Um, very, very interested in uh, in this episode. Um, happened all of a sudden, and I'm very, very happy to have our guest because um, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued, and we have an open book here. Uh, so, raw underscore bull two. How are you today? I'm doing good, man. What's going on? Not Thank no, you for having me also. No problem. No problem. This, you know, it was, I've been reaching out to a couple of people and uh, I've gotten a lot of no's. So when the opportunity arose and you answered positively, no pun, uh, you were, <laughs> it was, I love it. <laughs> it was, it was really, really cool. It was very uh, cool. And I, I know that you may have been available tomorrow, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do this right now. Like everything was like, it was moving. Let's do it. Robble, you, I, I mentioned to you a little bit in our conversation on, on Twitter that, uh, open lines, the way I, I format this is speaking yeah. about speaking about kinks and fetishes. And I'm just going to quote real quick to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To me, not a fetish. I actually have been passing on my virus to many guys that really wanted to be infected. Um, so what we're talking about is uh, for what other people would call pause fetish. Yeah. What, 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 if it's not pause fetish to you, what is it called to you? Well, that's an interesting question. Um, uh, I think to me directly, I think it's just, well, fetish in general is just something that, you know, we get this idea in our heads that just makes us so like um, sexually attractive and just want to connect with that person because that's just something that you both are into. But for me, um, that's actually a really great question because I don't really think that it has a, a direct name. I think that um, it just simply started from me just, you know, obviously I was messing around a lot. I love men. Uh, if I've been a top, the majority, I've bought them very few, but um but yeah, I've, I mean, I think I had someone who actually uh, passed it on to me. And then ever since then, it's not like I started it like, like that, but um, it's just that it's been, it's just been something that just gets guys going. It gets their attention. They're very sexually active in it and they love it. Mm -hmm. And for the fact that they uh, actually, even like I mentioned to you and through uh, our messaging, um, you have to have many people who actually reach out to me like, Hey, yeah, listen, I want to, come out to New York City at this time and let's hook up, man. Definitely give me give me what you have. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. I have no problem with that at all. But um, but yeah, that's pretty much how it is. I, 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 For me, yeah, it's not called a fetish. I just, you know, I do my thing and have fun. Um, So just, ju I'm going to clear it up, just for people that might not know what we're talking about. Still, it, it goes under various names. Uh, I remember it was introduced to me in an article back in 2003 um, about gift giving. Yeah, yeah, I know a lot about that. Yeah, so gift giving and bug chasing. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I am just almost 30, 29. Okay. Okay, so I'm 10. I'm about 10 years older than you are. You grew up with uh HIV AIDS kind of already in mm -hmm. It was it was in circulation. Um I'm trying to think. So 1996 that's when 
medication was going out there. And, mm-hmm. uh, and by that, I mean, just like meds where people mm-hmm. can stay um, with a low ri- viral load. When do you think, when did you become positive? That was a very long time ago. We're talking, uh, whew, do you remember the exact date? No idea. Um, <laughs> but uh, the year, uh, with, this is what, 2022 now. So I would estimate about just over, just about five, five to six years at this point. Okay. Um, it's actually pretty interesting on my my story about that. By all means, but, I'm, I'm but yeah, I mean, it's simply yeah. It's, so it took place about within that time from five to six years ago. Um, I was much younger of that course, but I was even really much more sexually active. Like I just was exploring like crazy. Um, at that point, obviously, yeah, I knew about the HIV and all the STDs and stuff. And uh, I remember talking to some guy. I think he was like on. I think Adam or some social media gay platform. I couldn't remember exactly, but we was having this conversation and I remember like it was just yesterday as you said, having this talk. And, um, I remember one thing that he said, he was like, dude, honestly, bro, I just am so tired of like worried about like catching HIV or whatever. And I just want to have fun and not have any worries. And I mean, at that point, I mean, I wasn't like so into it. I was like, all right, I mean, is that sure what you want? He was like, yeah, because I mean, I, I, I don't want to have like to worry about just like, catching it. I mean, if I already have it, then fuck it. You know, I already have it. I just live freely. I mean, at that point, I had no idea. And I was like, totally in disagreement. But then it wasn't until like later, <laughs> until my crazy mind tuned in. It was like, kind of have a point in a way. But then again, for the other person that's like, big on health, they won't see it that way. So I totally understand. And I respect everybody's point of view. Mm-hmm. So anyway, going forward. Yeah, um, it was like, a month later down the road, I met this guy. And this guy was like, hey, yeah, you want to hook up? I was like, yeah. And at that point, I was a bottom. Um, yeah, I wasn't always the top. At that point, I actually started out as a bottom. Mm-hmm. And um, I met this guy through, I think it was Grindr. From, no, it was Jack, actually. It was Jack. Because I, I think that's the point, point in time when I got my first apartment. But anyway, I met this guy. Um, he's like 6'3", very masculine, basketball-built body. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. He's fucking hot. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he explained this to me. He's like, hey, um, I'm definitely yeah, I'm HIV positive, whatever. I was like, all right, cool. I mean, I didn't have a problem with um, people being, I was pause friendly anyway. I mean, I knew there was people who were on meds, but I didn't know if anybody who was off. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I don't blame the person for giving to me because, I mean, I was definitely going around a lot without any protection. So I knew the risk, I knew the terms, you know, I wasn't like pissed off about anything. But anyway, so we hooked up, yeah, we had sex and uh, dude was fucking amazing pleasure. I ended up did catching it from him. Like, uh, he was very open and honest about it. And, uh, I mean, the when I found out I had it, I mean, I wasn't like again. It was there was like no animosity towards him again. So it was like, yeah, I I enjoyed the pleasure. I knew like the risks and stuff. Um, but at the same time, I had a lot of fun. Like I I honestly didn't feel like I was like had any regret. I mean, I was just really really into it and in tune, and, and the pleasure was amazing. And even like now, it's pretty surprising and shocking because there actually are a lot of guys out there who, and I mean, I have messages across the board, even from people who are like from overseas. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, hell, I have, it's like, I even had some guys come up from Texas and Texas and they spend the night over in, in New York. And uh, I definitely passed it on to them as well. Um, there are um, even people from Europe who want to come out and meet me later on this summer. 
which I find it amazing because there's actually a lot more. And I think that it's just not talked about enough. Yeah. So it kind of seems to be a lot more discreet. So I think that's what it is too. But in retrospect, in reality, there are actually a lot more people who actually prefer raw than, you know, having to use protection. Yeah. And that's, that's the big thing where the prep thing came in, you know, with the taking the pill for undetectable because a lot more people enjoy the raw pleasure, which is true in the gay culture. I mean, that's a dominant thing in sexual aspects. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I'm just, I've always been open about it, especially when I started my Twitter. Unfortunately, my Twitter got shut down. I had like over 5,000 followers and then had to redo another one. Did, so, you, did um, your Twitter get shut down because of what you were posting? But well, that of course that. But um, then again, it was also I think someone did send me a DM and they were saying something. I don't remember word for word, but it was just something that they felt like was in a disagreement. But then Twitter ended up shutting it down. Then I got my Twitter back up and running with almost I think we almost had three thousand followers again, which is great for me. I'm happy that my followers did follow me back. Um, but then the same person ended up attempting the report again and then Twitter actually emailed me and I read the email. I actually posted the email on my Twitter and they're saying that they actually read it and I can read it word for word and they said that the content that was um, exposed onto the social media website is not at fault. We will not terminate your Twitter account. You may proceed with current video and uploading. So I actually found out who this person was. I respectfully I won't mm-hmm. I won't um that's fine. That's uh good. put his name out there. But um yeah, I've did message him and uh, he ended up selling it or not doing any more reports to my account. <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea why this guy goes around to do reports. But uh yeah, that's that's his thing. But so yeah, so so ultimately I I mean this this butt chasing thing, I mean, it's a really big thing and um I think that uh, it's just not, again, it's not talked about enough. It's actually more discreet than anything, but there's a lot of people out there. I'm not, I mean, a lot of them. I met a lot of them. <laughs> so let me, there's so, a couple, there's a couple of questions I have. Sure, sure. Just yeah. to be clear, you weren't, you weren't out there chasing anything. You just happened to be sexually active and uh, yeah. Raw, yeah. raw dog in it, right? That, yeah, in, yeah, in <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Um, what was the feeling like? for you when you found out? I assume you got tested or I assume uh, you got sick and... uh... Well, for me, I mean, I I think that's the thing. And I'm happy that you actually asked that. um, A lot of people think that you go through these death moments. I mean, no, it's nothing like that. It's not like you wake up in a casket the next day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't want people to think that at all. Um, And I think that people publicly already also know that. But um, my, um, my, my feeling to it, I mean, I didn't have any emotion in terms of how my body was feeling and of uh, sickness or anything like that. The only thing that had honestly happened was just I had a slight fever and uh, they ended up doing a test and then they ended up telling me and I was like, oh, OK, whatever. And then and that's pretty much all that that was. I mean, I mean, I think you can say like there was a little bit of like careless action. Um, but at the same time, I'm an honest person, so I'm very open about things. So um yeah, I, I didn't have any, like, emotion at it. Like, I knew the guy who already said, he told me he had it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, there's also a possibility that something might happen to you in the long run, whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't, again, I didn't have any, like, hate emotion. I wasn't, like, crying or, you know, upset or thinking about life. Like, none of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was honestly just saying, like, no, fuck it, just live life. I mean, even if you don't go from that, there's something else you go from, even getting hit by a car. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think what it is that for me, I'm I'm very like, 
a person that just like, you know, just live it to the fullest extent. You're going to get one life, whatever. Um, so yeah, yeah, there was definitely like no negative emotion behind it. I was, you know, it was all neutral and so not, kind of no, cool about it. <laughs> no, no fear, no, um, no thought of like, you know, if you were born in the eighties, you probably, well, you know, you, you said it happened six years ago. If you were born in the eighties, yeah. the, the chances of you being around for six years would have been rare yeah 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 i think yeah um this actually i had i had a talk with uh, a guy over on whatsapp mm-hmm. and uh he was saying you know something similar like that i mean obviously you still have people that would give you the, the rundowns with those speeches mm-hmm. and i completely i respect you know all points of view i don't yeah and I'm there, not, there are things that uh, others do that even i don't agree with you know i still respect it it's absolutely. all a part of our gay culture it's all a part of the dynamic of how things work there are a lot of things that each other does that we don't agree on, but there's a lot of fetishes that are out there that other mm-hmm. people do like. Absolutely. Even water sports. Like, there's a lot of guys that enjoy doing water sports, you know. I know guys that they like drinking water sports, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's so, even if it's not my thing, there's someone else's thing. Yeah. So I respect it no matter what. Well, see, I absolutely agree with you. And I, I my questions come from a place of uh, non judgment. There are yeah. people that, love everything and you know i've i've worked in an industry that was doing bareback porn or companies that were doing bareback porn before bareback porn was uh accepted by all the major studios the thing the thing is and it will always come up there you know there's there absolutely is a big difference between there is a big difference between water sports and and something you know for you it's a way of life for other, oh, yeah, people, for, other, for other people, a pause fetish, yeah, that's that's something that a lot of people will not be able to grasp. They- yeah, I can I can definitely explain. Uh, understand that, and just to go into some more detail again. But the first time I had this conversation with this guy, uh, this actually, and I even have conversations with a lot of men, um, like throughout my day, uh, especially on WhatsApp and Twitter. I've been posted my number up, and a lot of guys hit me up through other countries, states, and towns and cities. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of them, I mean, I'm talking out of like the almost 3,000 followers that I have, I at least get about, out of honesty, 80 to 120 messages per day. Wow. I, I can't respond to them all of them at the same time because there are other things to do. My point is about it is that there are a lot of people, and, and I mean a lot, and I think people don't realize how many because it's, it's so discreetly done. Yeah. Um, and the fact that I'm more on the exposure side and like open about it with honesty and mm-hmm. I, I, everybody who I've ever hooked up with, I've, they are fully aware about it. So it's not like um, I'm not telling them like yeah. everybody already knows. So and I'm OK with people knowing like there's nothing to hide. I'm very open about my sex life and I love sex. I love raw. I think it's really the best fucking pleasure possible to really answer the question about it. It's like a lot of people really now and I'm noticing it big time. People really would love to actually have it raw than anything and not have to worry about the fear of it because I've get messages about that a lot and I'm talking a lot. Like they don't want to worry about it anymore. Um like they're they're tired of thinking about it. Like if they're not on prep then they just kinda of be like, you know what, whatever it is what it is. Let's just have fun. And I've done it a lot. I think like in twenty twenty I've had encounters with about almost three hundred men. Yeah. And all of them wanted you to, uh, yeah, yeah. Like there are, I even post up the messages. Sometimes I do like snapshots of conversations. I'm not sure if you, um, can look at my, my Twitter account. Once again, it is 
uh, raw underscore bull too. And um, if you scroll down, there are some snapshots of it. And, you know, I, I like the guy. I, there was someone, like, I think it was like last month. Um, he was like, yeah, um, definitely like, I want to come over to your house and hook up. I was like, yeah, of course. Cool. I just want to let you know, hey, look, I'm HIV positive. If we hook up, it's more than likely you will have it too. He was like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Let's take up. I was like, okay, cool. So uh, I, sent mm. him, I sent him my address and he came over. And um, I think I think now he has it now. Like, yeah. But um, again, I'm 100% open and honest about it. There's like no hiding it at all. So it's like... Um, it's not there. I, granted, there are some people who actually do it discreetly and secretly and don't tell yeah, the person. Well, that's, you know? See, that's where yeah, yeah, so. I, I want to make sure I want to make sure I, I know. I know you probably don't care when it comes to what people think, but yeah. I, I do just want to make sure that they do understand how open you are on your page. I'm, yeah. I'm looking right now. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, well, th- funny enough, um, when you said that you get a whole bunch of messages, your first response to me was, when are you free to have me breed you? And I was like, oh, I think he's, <laughs> I think he misunderstood Yeah, because that's normally what, what guys really like, that's like the yeah. target thing. So I was like, all right, cool, let's find out when I can put this guy in a schedule and yeah. figure out when I can get to him. Oh boy. So it's a schedule that you have. Uh, yeah, I have to. It's no, dude, there's no way. It's no way to actually meet 80 people in a day. I mean, I'll be out of sperm. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, I think my busiest week that I've ever had encounters was probably like the end of 2020. I've met like 10 people in one week. So, yeah, I, dude, I think I posted on my Twitter. I was like, dude, I'm out of nut. I'm so tired. What are, what are these? What are your... What are your, in, not interactions online, when you finally meet these guys um, and you're in the room, it's all like, just breed me and give it to me or like, that's my first. The, first so the, that's the thing, though. The, the, the sexual attraction is just like fire. Right. Because like it's, it starts from the conversation mm-hmm. and the conversation is already like gasoline. So, I mean, as soon as we meet in person, it's like instant explosion. And again, these guys are obviously uh, attracted to me and by what I do and what I have and what I can give to them and the fetishes and whatever. And I think for the fact that I'm like a no limit guy, it's like so easier to like um, have that kind of sexual connection because I'm pretty much like open to like anything, you know, like let's just have fun. So um, when I am with that person in the room, it's, dude, first of all, I'm pounding someone's ass and extremely hard. That's number one. My videos show it. But sometimes I have to, like, slow down the videos so people can actually see the action itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, it's 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 pretty much, like, clothes off in the bed. We're, we're going full status. Um, have you had anybody change their mind? That no, you be shocked. Really? <laughs> no, I no no. I mean, not at not at all. Um, no, I I haven't till this very day. No, not not at all. Not not that I can. Not a message that I can remember. Again, mm-hmm. it's like eighty to one hundred and twenty. It could have been a message that could have said that, and I didn't just catch it. And me and that person just never met. Let's let's go back a little bit before mm-hmm. okay so let's go back to when you were younger uh do you th- how were you is this just like were you sexually active at a young age 
Oh, yeah. I mean, hell yeah. Uh, I think, but that's the thing with being gay. It's, I think you're kind of born with of, of an explosion inside your nutsack to like want to just experience so many things. And like your mind is just so curious. And I think that's, I think we all have gone through that. And um, I mean, no matter if you like using condom or not, or, you know, whatever your fetish is, or whatever you like, or whatever you prefer in the bed, that men generally are just sexually active. But yeah, I was definitely very active and I had a curious George mindset. So, I mean, definitely, yeah, I got out there. I've learned. I think the first time when I was like really active, that's when, that was right after the psychic cell phone era. <laughs> so, um, yeah. That's where everything really pretty much started from. Well, did you, what about porn? What relationships did you have with porn uh, growing up? Uh, I used I to watch yeah, porn I don't, a lot, I don't know actually. If you're, I don't know if you're trying, if you, you see what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get to the point. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out when, well, I know that, you know, you weren't, you weren't bug chasing. I know that you already mentioned that, but I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out, I'm trying to just figure out when I always think that there's something that clicks in people's minds, right? Or something that happens that kind mm-hmm. of, that kind of just says, Oh, I really like this. I really like this. And then you keep exploring it and exploring it. So I'm trying to figure yeah. out when that yeah. moment happened. Cause a lot of times it does happen when we're younger. Um, yeah. but yeah, this is, this is so, not, I'm not, it's not rare. Obviously it's not rare. No, um, not at all. Again, it's just not talked about yes, enough, but yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious as to if there was anything while you were growing up, while you were in your teens, I, besides being sexually active, if there was anything that kind of led you to say, Oh, well, you know, I'm cool with this and, and people are going to want me to seed them up or pause them up or load them up. Yeah. 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 Is there anything that you can remember or can can think of think back to? Well, it's not it's 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 really had that that phase kind of shifted after I found out I was pause positive. And um the real depth of exploring just went to tenfold. Okay. Like, I mean at that point I was like, all right, well, I mean at this point I have it, whatever. Um, again, even before I had it, I already knew the risk of me like being like super curious out there, experiencing more pleasure and whatever. So, um, yeah, once it did happen and after, I mean, the, 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 the urge, like want to definitely explore more. And again, I think we all do. And no matter if you, you know, are or not negative or positive, I think we all reach some point that we just want to just go in that additional mile to see like, if I do like this, if I don't, you know, until you get to the point where it's like, nah, that's too much for me, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, yeah, for me, it was just after that point, I just, you know, kept going and going and going. I, and I honestly don't think I have reached a point to something where I do not like it. <laughs> so, yeah. um, okay. yeah, so I haven't reached that point yet. I mean, I'm sure it's something, but I haven't figured it out yet. So you've constantly put up that you are positive and yeah you know yeah. everybody uh everybody who's interested will will get to you how do you feel about you are not on medication i i haven't been no i i haven't been so if and when you get sick mm-hmm. what's what is that 
What does that look like to you and how would that? So interesting thing, I've actually have had gone to, I mean, I have a doctor, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, everybody has a doctor, um, no matter how much you see them or not. But well, anyway, well, yeah, not, everybody, not everybody can afford a doctor, you know, it's not. Well, that, but, but, here, but, but that's you're the right. thing, the well, medical system in, in the United States, the medical system in the United States is really so bad, not to go off topic, but <laughs> I think a lot of people don't have health insurance because they don't want to fucking pay for rent times too, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's very expensive. And I trust me, if anybody out there who are positive or even not, and you're not on meds or are, and you don't have a doctor, listen, look, I, I fully get it. Even though I don't care if you make a hundred K a year, no one wants to fucking pay the hospital bills. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And that's a proven fact. Nobody. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've, I've, I do. I mean, for those who don't know or do, um, yes, I do have a doctor, um, um, get checked up. And the thing is, uh, I mean, can I go on to medication? Yes. Um, can I stay off? Yes, as well. Um, I've get updates about the health all the time. My body has actually fully, shockingly, I have 100% immune to it. The virus. Um, I live every single day without any symptoms or worries or anything showing. Or like, there's no real effect my body is taken. Um, mm-hmm. Literally, I, I would go through many different tests. I, I estimate I see my my doctor like four or five times throughout the year. Um, and over the six years course, the results have always been maintained the same. There has been nothing different. So, um, which is a rarity as my specialist was saying, which is a rarity because that never happens. So yeah, I mean, that's what blood work shows. Um, yeah. So again, there's, there's no changes. I, I mean, going down the road as I get older, um, obviously our body changes no matter how healthy we are or how sick we are. Mm-hmm. If there was to be a point in time where, you know, I kind of think maybe now is perfect time or, you know, to get on it, to, you know, extend of just the benefit for the sickness itself, then maybe so. But I mean, for now, I don't really have any worries about it. So now you don't have any worries. However, there is the possibility of you saying at one point, maybe, you know, that. Uh, you yeah, can, I mean, I, everything. I mean, I, I, hey, look. Truth is truth. Nothing lasts forever in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So nothing lasts forever. So, I mean, there is a possibility of will I use it down the line? Possibly. I'm a person that never closed over doors. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't say absolutely no. But, I mean, if it gets to a point where, I mean, things are just looking on a downside. But for right now, for the past uh, six years, it's been pretty decent then there's nothing to worry about so i mean yeah you know I, i'm not having any worries about it so you're not you're not anti-medication you're not anti uh, yeah I, here's the thing i've never even been anti um pause with when, when i was negative and other men were paused i've never been anti against anything i think in the gay culture one thing i learned is when you go anti anything they look at you as a different person mm-hmm. Right. So I think that's that's one thing that I learned very quick from very young. So um, I've always been a person with an open heart, open ear, open mindset. Um, even if I disagree with it, it's not me um, shading or disrespecting the other person. It's just it's just a preference, you know. So, um, yeah, there's definitely no anti of anything. Because that's you know, that's something that I remember uh, people my age and people older than I was who you know, didn't 
take medication and just got full blown AIDS and died. That's that was one of their big things was they didn't want to take anything. Yeah. So so from from what I gather, it is a possibility that, you know, 10, 20 years from now, you're like, okay, well, maybe I'll get on meds and um Yeah, yeah. There definitely is a possibility. And it's not the fear of like having to like uh face death or anything like that i mean there's uh, like i said it doesn't matter you can have the healthiest person in the world yeah. at some yeah. point in time like, no yeah you seem, us, you seem you know? fearless at right. this point I'm, I'm not i'm not taking right. that away from you right right so i mean i mean yeah it's uh, possibly another 10 years we'll see yeah maybe mm-hmm. i mean i don't put a, a date and time and any year calculation on it but no, there's it's a possibility uh, in the future at some point, but as of right now, um, as of right now, no. Do you do you tell that to the guys that you are with, or do you have conversations like that with the guys that you're with? I some rarely, not 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 often. No. Um, so rarely, no, not often. Um, yeah, it's uh, it doesn't really come up much because they're they're just honestly into the sexual action yeah, aspect yeah, I, I feel like it's, yeah there's no room yeah for that so when you're, when you're no the it. conversations happen very quickly i kid you not i mean like it, it takes like 10 seconds like getting that for, for me at least and nothing to brag about but i think it's so flattering that the fact that these guys would, would love to honestly give me their bodies and you know have the sexual experience with them in this counter and and they honestly freaking enjoyed it. I mean, I've had guys who I've hooked up with and, you know, they end up going around and doing anything. And, you know, they DM me and send their friends over to me. We had sex parties and we even hanged out and going to the movie theater. <laughs> like, um, I mean, yeah, the, the bug chasing thing is actually a huge thing in a gay culture. But I don't think that people really know how big it is because no. it's such like an underground thing, but it's yeah. bigger than you really think it no, really is. It is. It's huge. And it's been around for a long time. And I actually, I wrote a screenplay uh, about it back in 2000 yeah, in yeah. 2008. But even now, like while I'm, while I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm talking to you, I can only, I, I can only imagine what listeners will think and how they'll uh, react. However, you know, I, 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 uh-huh. I genuine, I genuinely think that every single, everything out there needs to be talked about because if it doesn't get talked about, that's when things get dangerous. You know, you give everything a space or a place to, to exist and uh-huh. people, people either choose what they want and what they don't, but then you, you, you don't have people deliberately hurting other people. Yeah. I agree. And I think that's the reason why um, I chose to do, do a Twitter and, and do like, Public, publicly to the gay culture, um, especially like to like uh, the the ones that are like very so sexually active, and I'm highly sexually active. I mean, honestly, I have to breathe at least twice a day to stay mentally stable. I, I can't. Uh, mm. I'm really highly sexually active, but um, the point is that, and I think I was pointing to you this earlier is that I'm very honest and open about it, and uh, there's nothing to hide from it. So the guys who I have encounter with, they they know. And they understand and they respect it. And again, there are people who do follow me, almost like 3,000 followers. And again, I have a lot of people that's like, yeah, definitely, I'm willing to hook up with you. And I want you definitely to pass it on to me because I don't want to worry about it anymore. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. I mean, that's your consent. You gave me the permission to your body and and we're just going to have a good time. Um, But there are a lot of people that, you know, do that, but don't disclose it. And I think, 
that's where it's the bad part about it. And mm-hmm. I think that's really what it makes it look bad. And not to say, you know, one side is better than the other. I think it's respectively. And I think that's the reason why I go so further into it mm-hmm. is because I'm giving the space, the respect of it, not just doing it like undercover. But I mean, then again, there, there is still an underground platform for it because it's it's not talked about. And there's a lot of guys that feel, you know, shy or uncomfortable or kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's just a fetish thing. And like I said, hey, listen, I respect all. You know, there's yeah. no shade in anything that I do. Yeah, you know, I, I, I respect think, all. So I, I, I genuinely think that this will this will remain underground. Especially, there's been stories. There's a I, I saw a documentary once uh, in '98, '99, I think. Actually, no, 2003, mm-hmm. and um, it gets squashed. And I think that it's going to stay that way because it's it's something that people do not want to talk about. They don't want to confront. And both sides of it, to me, kind of blow my mind. Like people that are into pos fetish blows my mind, and and also the people that do not address the fact that you know this stuff is happening blows my mind yeah yeah so i have one last one last question and you know yeah yeah. and with with all due respect uh there is no malicious intent that you have at all like you're not not at all okay my my intention is to have fun enjoy my time yeah um, yeah, that's pretty much what all my, my, my Twitter is about. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, but just, you know, just hooking up, having a sexual good time. There's no animosity or hate mm-hmm. towards it. Like, even the guy who gave it to me, I still talk to him. Like, okay. I, I sometimes hang out with him. Like, yeah, listen, I have no hate on to my gay brothers, gay culture. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're not this guy out there who's mad at the world because of what happened, and you're, you're you know, just giving it to everybody. You're That's not you. No. Okay. No, not at all. No, I mean, I find yeah, and, and I've like I said, I've definitely anybody who who was ever hooked up, I've never, never not told anybody because obviously it's already publicly displayed on my Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've never not told anybody about it, but they all know, and I've hooked up a lot of times. Like I said last year, I had like almost three hundred encounters. So, I mean, yeah, everybody who I've connected with fully knew and. Um, we still talk and, you know, through WhatsApp or through Twitter, there's still connection. I've had friends now through that sexual connection. So there's no, yeah, absolutely no, no hate, no, um, yeah, no animosity. Um, no, yeah, no, not no, that. Well, I mean, yeah. if, if anyone had a doubt, all they had to do is go on your Twitter page and, and see. Yeah. Is, I'm, I'm, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. This was, the, I'm. And being a hundred percent honest, this was not an easy conversation because uh it's it's you know, like we spoke about, it's just something that you don't hear about every day. Yeah. So that's why Yeah, that is true. And yeah. I think those are the best kind of most interesting fucking conversations possible. Yeah. Um yeah. it gets me hyped. Uh, because you know it's 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 something that is happening, but it's just not talked about. Mm-hmm. But the thing is with when it comes to the the sex life and gay culture, honestly, there really isn't like a limit type thing. You know, people, when they, I mean, when guys get together, I mean, it's not that it's even thought about. It just goes in for the action. And I mean, there are some people who do show it and some who don't. Some has pride in what they do, like me. Like, I have absolute pride and, um, and respect to the space that I give. And some, some don't. And I mean, I don't knock you for it. I don't step on your shine or whatever you want to do. It's completely fine by me. 
there's no hater animosity on my end. Um, but uh, yeah, again, it's just an underground thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that it might not be hugely exposed, but like even how many people hear about this conversation, like thousands or hundreds or whatever, that's not going to like prevent or slow it down or change any mindset, especially when it comes to like the single gay life. Mm-hmm. That's you live in a place where it's like so easy to like hook up with guys and like there's so many options and there's so many things you want to explore. Yeah, that's not going to slow nothing down. Um, <laughs> that's just being truthful. Do you get, um, do you get, um, do you get, you get a lot of, uh, Good attention. Do you get hate? Do you get hate from people? Do they send you messages and stuff? No, no, no oh. one, no one does. No, I've not, not once. I mean, I mean, yeah, I've, I, I've, anyone who goes onto my Twitter account and just sometimes see like the, uh, the chats that I post up, um, yeah, there's no people actually be like, hey, listen, yo, I thank you so much, man. I enjoy the pleasure. I, I'm happy that you, you passed it on to me. I've, I've posted conversations like that a lot of time, and I still mm-hmm. talk to these people. I mean, they're, they are, yeah, again, no hate, no disrespect, no intent, no negativity. Again, nothing, nothing like that. I mean, it's just, just enjoying the time, really. That's all it is. So if, if anyone else um, has, anyone that listens to this has questions, uh, are you open to those questions? Like, let's say they, they hit you up on Twitter. Is that, is that okay? Yeah, I mean, my, my account is open. There's, there's okay. definitely, um, just, it'll probably get, take a minute to respond because there are a lot of messages. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you can definitely, you know, tag me into the, the conversation or whenever you post it onto yeah. your, your Twitter and your podcast. And yeah, I'm happy to have like any open conversation. Well, look, I gotta, I have to thank you very much for being, uh, excruciatingly open <laughs> because yeah i'm very am and yeah. i really love it and i hey listen i i love sex i love talking about it um i'm very active like like i said i i have sex at least like twice a day i, I have to especially when i wake up i'm just like insanely horny mm. so i have to yeah <laughs> so yeah. i have to so again i'm just gonna really quickly let people know you are on twitter your name is yeah. uh, raw underscore bull b u l l two. Yeah. If they have any questions, if they have anything that they'd like to talk to you about, uh, yeah, that's yeah. Where, that's where they can go and find you. And then I'm just gonna let people know too. Uh, you know, demystifying gay porn. This is our podcast. This has been Open Lines. You can find us on every podcast directory. We're available on YouTube. And yeah, I, I got to thank you very much, Raw Bull, for for. Uh, opening my eyes and and just you know giving me a little more insight of of this community uh but also you know um how you live your life um so i yeah. abso- i absolutely appreciate your honesty and your your uh your point of view no problem man. So, happy to be on your podcast for yeah. this evening thank you so much for having me again uh once again my name is ike grande this is demystifying gay porn and if you watch gay porn i've definitely helped to get off cheers <laughs>